Hello listener and welcome to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Thank you so much for finding time to join me. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. Lydia Aching is on standby with a family life segment. Today, she will talk about encouraging your spouse today. Pastor Paul Lohonya will also be joining us during the Bible segment. Today, he'll be talking about the deceitfulness of sin. Stay tuned for this and some songs which are in store for you. Here's a song, Eko Wapi, by Masalio Singers. Thank you. 
is a new life program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Get ready to listen to Lydia Ching with the Family Life segment. Be blessed. Dear listener, welcome to today's Family Life program. I'm your presenter, Lydia Aching. Today's topic is Encourage Your Spouse Today. Encouraging words can go a long way in building up your spouse and strengthening the foundation of your relationship. We're told in God's Word in Proverbs chapter 25, verse 11, a word aptly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. The wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands the foolish one tears hers down. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1. And when he arrived and saw the evidence of the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great number of people were brought to the Lord. That's found in Acts chapter 11, verse 23 to 24. Can those words be said of you? Are you a good person, full of the Holy Spirit and faith? where the Lord can use your life as a vessel to draw others to himself? Are you wise where you build up those are you wise where you build up those are you wise where you build up those within your home rather than tearing them down? It's not a matter of giving false encouragement. That would do more harm than good. It's looking for the grace of God. Evidence where your partner in marriage has done something that is helpful in some way and letting him or her know that you noticed. Don't lock those points of grace up within your mind, giving them the silent treatment without sharing them with your spouse. They could become as apples of gold in settings of silver, where the spouse who receives them will be blessed that you paid attention and cared enough to share words of appreciation. By doing this, you are addressing their aloneness. God said it is not good for man to be alone. Your spouse needs the encouragement of a partner who cares and shares in ways that others might not, to the best that we are able. Let us not become weary in well-doing, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 to 10. There have been times when my husband Steve has... There have been times when my husband Steve has voiced words of appreciation over little things that no one else might acknowledge. They have blessed me deeply to know that another human being 
They have blessed me deeply to know that another human being would take the time to notice. And there have been times when my heart has been troubled and he has reached over and grieved with me and then asked me if he could pray with me. I can't adequately express how much those times have meant to me, much as applying a healing balm. To know that I have a partner that notices and cares enough to connect in such a powerful way and to pray a prayer of blessing addressing that which concerns me is priceless. So we ask you, have you encouraged your spouse today? Amongst many, here's one little nugget of potential inspiration Dog wrote that might inspire you. Life is full of problems and we need to deal with them. But if we aren't careful, all we see are the problems. There are lots of good things we can focus on. Instead of catching people being bad, catch them being good. Make your words a fountain of life. Be a positive person. Encourage one another. Even if your spouse hasn't been encouraging to you, don't allow yourself to hold back from being a vessel of grace and appreciation. Remember, while we were yet sinners, Christ sacrificed his life for us. He didn't wait for us to be the first ones and maybe the only ones to lavish us with extravagant love and grace. As we're told in the Bible, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29 to 32, Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children, and live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. That's in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 to 2. We encourage you to be vessels of appreciation and grace rather than dispensers of criticism. It's easy to go the negative road when you live together day after day. Instead, put effort into noticing and acknowledging even little things that are good in your spouse as you pray for help in noticing and as God inspires you. And as you do so, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. This material is provided by Marriage Missions International. Until next time, God bless you. You are tuned to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. This is your presenter, Samuel Mangi. A producer would love to have your thoughts about this program. Send them to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. You can also email us at awrnairobi at ak.adventist.org. Let us listen to Musalio sing us with the song, Jesus. Jesus coming again Jesus coming again 
in the daytime, in the nighttime, Jesus coming again. Oh, Jesus coming again. Jesus coming again. In the daytime, in the nighttime, Jesus coming again. Jesus coming again. Jesus coming again. In the daytime, in the nighttime, Jesus coming again. Never, never cease to pray. In the daytime, in the nighttime, never, never cease to pray. Soon the Lord will come. Never, never cease to pray. In the daytime, in the nighttime, never, never cease to pray. No one does the hour no one knows the hour In the daytime, in the nighttime No one knows the hour In the nighttime, never, never cease to pray. In the Lord will come. Never, never cease to pray. In the daytime, in the nighttime, never, never cease to pray. In the Lord will come. Never, never cease to pray. In the daytime, in the nighttime, never, never cease to pray. In the Lord will come. It is another opportunity to get some spiritual nourishment from Pastor Wahonya. Welcome, Pastor. My dear friend, let us examine today the deceitfulness of sin. In Hebrews chapter 3 verse 12 and 13, the word of God admonishes, See to it, brothers, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But encourage one another daily as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened through the deceitfulness 
of sin. Sin, my dear listener, is the transgression of God's law. It is enmity toward God. Sin caused angels to fall, leaving their heavenly habitation. Sin has brought ruin to this world. Because of its wickedness, it has made a graveyard out of this earth. Sin has brought sicknesses, sorrow, and death. It will bring God's wrath upon the wicked in the end. And that is why the Bible is pleading with us that none of us should be so hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. My dear friend, sin is not what it poses to be. There are times when it appears in the garb of innocence. Remember Eve's experience with Lucifer in the Garden of Eden. When Eve was shown that fruit, it was so innocent. When Eve listened to the serpent talking to her, the serpent was so innocent, and yet it was leading her into sin. Samson learned this hard truth of the deceitfulness of sin while he was lying on the lap of the harlot Delilah. Sometimes sin in its deceitfulness takes on false names. There are times when it makes false promises and excuses. At other times, sin hardens the heart against the voice of God. Dear friends, sin is exceedingly deceitful, such that the wisdom of the wise cannot escape it. And therefore, you will discover in life that position, your education, your wealth, or your fame cannot shield you against the deceitfulness of sin. There is only one safety against the deceitfulness of sin, and that safety and security is not found in ourselves, for we cannot face Satan on our own. Satan is the personification of sin, and therefore we cannot face him on our own. He is too experienced with the art of deception. Our security, dear friend, rests only in our abiding in Christ, and Christ also abiding in us. For without him, we can do nothing. We furthermore need to sharpen our weapons of the Holy Scriptures against Satan. And just as Jesus overcame temptation by arming himself with Scripture, you and I also need to do the same. Another weapon with which we can fight the deception of sin is through prayer. Well, let me tell you, my friend, when Satan sees a child of God kneeling, calling on the name of Jesus, talking to God about the affairs of his or her life, Satan runs away. The Holy Spirit is also our helper against the devil. For in Isaiah 59 verse 10, the Bible tells us that when the enemy comes like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard 
against him. Have you taken up these defenses, my dear listener? Do not ever think that you are safe at any one moment without these defenses. You may have even been a victim of sin's deceitfulness. You may even be saying at this time that I have been so deceived that I have even gone too far that I cannot come back to Jesus. Dear listener, do not give up. Call on the Lord Jesus Christ now and him who is able to bring you back from the deceitfulness of sin. Him who is able to fight Satan on your behalf will give you victory and he will reorder your life. That brings us to the end of our program for today. I hope that you've been blessed. We'd like to have your views, comments, or questions about this program. Send them to the producer, Adventist World Radio, PO Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Or email us through awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. Join me next time, same place, same time. But until then, may our God keep you safe. I've been a presenter, Samuel Mahangi.